Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sara Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host Sara Davison shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sara Davison. Welcome back to the show. And today we're diving into life sucks. Now, I had a client earlier today who was absolutely distraught. Her name is Anne. She's a real sweetie. And I've been coaching her for a while. She's made some really, really impressive progress. But today, something had happened with her ex, which had thrown a complete spanner into the works. And he'd started threatening legal action and shouting at her. And it had really triggered her underlying anxiety. And it's really, really common. Have you gone through this where you think you're moving forward? You think life is settling down. You're taking control. You're having some really good times. Life is moving on. And then your ex does something. They say something, they do something, they act unreasonably. Now, for those of you who are breaking up with toxic exes, unhealthy exes, difficult exes, as I call them, or just abusive exes, then obviously you're kind of strapped into a roller coaster of emotions because there's always going to be some little grenade being thrown into your life as you try to move on in a desperate attempt from your ex to claw back some kind of control to have some kind of impact over you. So Anne obviously is fully aware of that. I've been working with her for a while. However, that doesn't mean that it's not going to throw you off track. Okay. But for those of you going, yes, Sara, this happens to me all the time. Please know it's good news, okay? It is good news because you do get stronger. Now, I call this the boomerang effect because you may get knocked down, but as time goes on, you bounce back so much faster, okay? Because there's thought processes to go through to help you recover. Now, obviously, I was talking to Anne about this this morning. We were going through it, and she was saying, Sarah, I've just really fancy having a drink. I just want to have a bottle of wine. I don't want to go out. I feel really sad. She said she was very teary. She'd been crying a lot. Uh, She hadn't slept well. She said that everything about her just wanted to curl up in her bed, pull the duvet over her head and just stay there. Just stay there and forget the world existed. But the challenge was she had to work. She had people that depended on her. She had to show up for things, but she wasn't doing it. She was pushing it away. She was making excuses. She wasn't doing the things she needed to do. Now, that was just causing her more anxiety, more stress, more worry, because she was thinking, gosh, I should be doing this, but I can't. And then she was blaming her ex, saying, well, because they've done this, now my whole day is ruined. She said she felt like there was no light at the end of the tunnel. This was going on and on. 
I don't know if any of you have experienced this, but thinking like, oh, I just want this to end. I just can't deal with this anymore. I just wish it was all over, that the situation was resolved. And yet, if you're going through the legal process, it tends to drag out. And if you're divorcing or breaking up from a toxic ex, they're going to find ways to drag it out sometimes years and years and years after separation. So that isn't always possible, sadly. But what is possible is that you can take your control back. You can dial down those negative emotions and you can take control of the remote control to your brain. Yes, some of you will be saying, I know, Sarah, I've heard you say that, but it's so hard. Look, I'm not going to pretend it's easy, okay? But it does get easier with practice and it does work, guys. It really does work. The trick is, okay, so listen up, there is a trick to this. It's to work out in advance so you get to know yourself so well that you know the things that are going to work for you, okay? Before, and this is the important bit, before you get upset, before you're triggered by your ex, or before something happens and life just sucks, okay? Because we can't control what other people do what your ex does you can't control what anyone's going to do you might have a network of people and someone lets you down you might have a friend that does something or says something that really hurts you we can't control other people okay but what we can do is get prepared so that when these things happen and they will that's life right things happen when they happen though you're ready for it you're prepared because you know what you can do that's going to have the biggest positive impact on you. Because some of you might be thinking, well, what about writing my gratitude list? I want to focus my mind on everything that's good in my life right now. You might be thinking, yeah, I, I have my gratitude list. I've done that, Sarah. But when I'm having a really bad day, I don't want to look at it. <laughs> and guess what? That's really normal too. Okay, please don't beat yourself up. Sometimes when we can save ourselves, we don't. But listen, it's okay because you do need to have some breathing time to process some of those negative emotions. We can't just swish them all away, brush them under the carpet and pretend they don't exist, okay? And sometimes it's quite healthy just to have some time, not days and days, maybe a couple of hours, just feeling that and feeling like you don't wanna do anything and hiding away. But there are gonna be times when you're not gonna be able to do that. Maybe you're gonna to have to step up and go to work or make a phone call or be there for your kids or a friend. So I wanna give you the control back. I want for you to take your control back and start owning this so that you're in control, okay? You can choose to stay in bed and eat crisps or maybe that's just me, I don't know. Or on the other hand, get up and do something, turn it around and say, you know what, I'm not going to listen to this. It's almost like sticking your fingers in your ears so that you can't hear any of the outside noise that upsets you or hurts you and just blocking it all out. Because really, if you wanna be happy all the time, that's really the only choice we've got, right? To not listen to anything on the outside. We can't do that. We're not going to do that. We're gonna take control of our life on our own accord. And whatever happens, we're gonna make some conscious decisions on how we react. 
So think it through in advance, understand what works for you. Are you struggling to cope with your breakup or divorce? Are you feeling devastated, heartbroken, sad and anxious? If so, please know that you are not alone and there is help available. Sarah Davison, best known as The Divorce Coach, and her team of accredited coaches are here to offer you the support and guidance you need to navigate all areas of your breakup, take back your control, and start feeling happy again. Sarah will show you how to dial down those controlling negative emotions, unhook from your ex, get back in the driving seat of your life, and design a future you are excited to live. Sarah has a range of solutions to support any breakup, including free guides, one-to-one -one coaching, her Heartbreak to Happiness virtual retreats, live retreats, and you can even train to be a breakup and divorce coach with Sarah too. Visit www.saradavison.com today and start to feel happy again. So Anne said to me this morning, Sarah, I just want to have a big glass of wine and relax tonight. Great. That's fine. Now, Anne doesn't normally drink, so that's something out of her comfort zone. If that was something that got out of control and she was drinking a lot more than normal, then that would be an issue. And also the drink isn't going to help her solve the problems. In fact, it's going to make her feel a lot worse the next day, especially as she's not used to it. So. It's about knowing what your normal is, and being kind to yourself, okay? If you wanna have a night where you're a bit teary, watch a movie, have a glass of wine, great. As long as you are capable of getting back up and getting on with your life when you choose to, okay? Because that's the important part. You have to be able to take control when you choose to. There's nothing wrong with sitting and feeling sorry for yourself if you're consciously choosing to. But it's always good to know that you can and you will be able to pull yourself out whenever the time is right for you. Now, I would hope that would be sooner rather than later. That's what we're aiming for. So in order to do that, understanding what works for you. Now, Anne has a new puppy, super cute little cockapoo. She finds that really therapeutic, taking the dog for a walk. So that's what she decided to do. She said, well, actually, taking the dog for a walk actually does calm my mind. She said, but I've already done it this morning, Sarah. And I was like, well, where's the rule to say you can only do it once? Let's just break with routine. Let's find out what works for you. If a dog walk helps you, then go do it, okay? So dog walking was her thing, but what is it for you guys that are listening right now? What is it for you that would work? Now, for some people, it would be going to the gym, but that's not for everybody. You know, it might be that just a walk outside would work or going for a swim or a walk on the beach if you live near a beach. Maybe you have a friend, a good friend that always cheers you up. You know, somebody like my amazing friend, Sue, who I know I can call, and she's always gonna say the right thing and make me feel good. She just is brilliant for that kind of situation. So maybe you wanna find your friend, like my friend Sue, who you can just put a call into and just go, listen, I'm having a bad day. Life really sucks right now. I just wanna rant. I want you to help me. 
and then they can do their thing. So maybe that's what you need to consciously have on your go-to list if you're feeling like you're having a really tough day. You know, who you surround yourself with is something to be really conscious of if you are having a bad day. Because putting yourself with other people that make you feel bad is just going to make it a hell of a lot worse. Okay, so choosing carefully who you're spending time with will also have an impact on it. It might be that you want to do some small things. I don't know, like paint your nails different colours or get your favourite colour and wear a jumper in bright green or whatever it is for you that works. I know that some of you will be saying, yeah, but I just don't feel like it when I'm in that place. And that's okay. But it's about building that muscle and training yourself to be able to shift your state of mind from that negative state to the positive state. It might not be a huge jump, but again, if we can just dial down from that paralyzing 10 out of 10, I just feel like life is just horrendous and I just don't know how to move forward. If we can just dial that down to a seven or a six, it gets more bearable and you can start to get back up on your feet and do the things you need to do to start getting that momentum it's going to shift it so you get back on track again. You know, it might be taking time out. It might be watching your favourite movie. It might be putting on a comedy like Friends to shift your state. All these things are important to think through, to work out what works for you. So what does make you happy? What does make you feel good? What can you do that's going to really give you a boost when you need it the most? But that's not going to be a real stretch for you to do. You know, it's not going to be something that you think, yeah, I know I should be doing that, but I'm just going to stay here because I don't want to do it. What are the little things that you can do that you know are going to start to shift your mood? Because when life sucks, we can't stay in that space. We need to take our control back and do something because it will come to an end. And if you are going through a really toxic breakup and maybe there's a lot of legal letters flying around and Anne has just had this for so, so long. She's really at her wits end with however many legal letters she's got. She could wallpaper her entire downstairs of her house with legal letters right now. I mean, it's it's been that challenging for her. However, now she's starting to find ways to break that and compartmentalize that situation so she can put it away and give herself a break and some peace. And learning to do that more often, as I said, is the boomerang effect where you just bounce back faster. You know, you're still human. So sometimes there are going to be things that knock you off track, but it's about having that toolkit of personalized go-to things that will boost your mood, give you that little lift, to give you the encouragement to stick with it, to know that you can get through this. You know, if you are thinking you're alone, which is something I hear so often from my clients, please know that you're not. Please know that there are so many people around the world struggling with really difficult breakups. I hear from so many of them in my coaching clinic and I train coaches to deal with this. And I know they see so many clients every day reaching out for help because it is something that so many of us go through. 
know, all of us at some point will go through a tough breakup and some of us will go through divorces. One of my clients has gone through seven divorces, seven. And this is, looks like he's heading for another one. So that will be eight, eight divorces. That's a lot. So you're not alone. You know, you are not alone. And the pain and the suffering that goes with it you know, is felt by everybody going through this. So please, if it helps at all to know that you are not alone, lots of people go through this and they come out the other side. You know, I know what it's like when you feel you can't go on and it's just the end of the road. But believe you me, there is a light at the end of the tunnel and you can choose to control that. Okay, you have the power, whether you choose to stay in bed and eat crisps, well, maybe that's your choice, but there are other options. And just knowing that you can consciously choose, because, hey, there's nothing wrong with having a duvet day. But when it starts to impact you and you get stuck in that, that's when you need these tools to help pull you out and show you that life goes on and you can be even happier than you ever were before. And creating a life that you love is really possible. So get thinking about your list. What are you going to do when life is really sucking and it's just like, oh, can't deal this anymore. I want you to have that already planned out so you can go, right, I'm going to try out some of these things. Do give it a go. Let me know on Instagram, Sarah Davison, Divorce Coach, how it's going for you. I'm always keen to hear from you guys. And just know you're not alone. You can do this and you will go on to get your happiness back on track. Thank you for listening and allowing me to guide you from your heartbreak to your greatest happiness. I look forward to you joining me on our next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to one of Sara's virtual retreats. The retreats are a transformative combination of live webinars with Sara herself, coupled with empowering online video programs designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. For more details, head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com, where you can also get a copy of Sara's free gift. Thank you and join us again on the next episode for another dose of Heartbreak to Happiness. Heartbreak to Happiness.